it's time. Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Well, it was a two-hour meeting last night. A lot to get to. Good, thorough conversation. Hopefully we can boil it down for you to give you the highlights here with the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday, covering the Springfield City Council happenings from the night before. Only on WMAY, 92.7, and 9.70 a.m. I'm Greg Bishop. Wake up bright and early on a Wednesday to bring you the latest of what's going on at Springfield City Council Chambers. And the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location now open for lunch. Head West Subs, now 713. Let's go ahead and get right on into it. Uh, started off last night, not with the vote for Lakeisha Purchase to fill the vacant Ward 5 seats, which, uh, spoiler alert, she was approved by the entire city council. There really wasn't much debate. Uh, so uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But first, a presentation last night and in front of City Alderman and the mayor. Um, there was somebody there to highlight the good work that pollinators are doing in the city of Springfield. Um, I'm Susan Helm, and you all know Chef Higgins. Sure. So Susan and Chef Michael Higgins from Maldeners were there last night to talk about the importance of having the community involved in gardening and being good pollinators so that, uh, uh, you know, the pollinators like uh, monarch butterflies can can swing on by, get some pollen and then uh, do their deal. So uh, here's uh, more of that presentation last night. So uh, I'm a community volunteer who has been involved with a pollinator habitat, uh, creating it in Springfield over the last 10 years, including the Dana Thomas House, Maldener's Rooftop, Six Parks, and some of the downtown planters and bump outs. Um, Chef Higgins has been a big supporter of the cause and my efforts. Um, so she was there to uh, provide some certificates to the city. One from the University of Illinois Extension and the other from the Monarch Watch to declare your downtown planters and bump outs meet the criteria for these certifications, supporting our pollinators, being environmentally friendly, sustainable, and quite frankly, a great marketing tool for Springfield. Well, look at that. How cool. Uh, we've got uh, some good designation uh, to being uh, good uh, pollinator habitats. Uh, Chef Higgins from Aldeners, he got up to express himself as well. Susan and I met in 2017 when she came to me and told me what I was going to do with my rooftop garden that had been there for about seven years previous. That's funny. She didn't come in and ask. She came in and told him uh, what was going on, but he highlights the importance of it. It just is one more arrow in the quiver of Springfield, not only to advertise itself and set it apart from other communities, but a marketing tool for our tourism. By the way, I'm going to have to set up a... A nice dinner for Megan and I at Maldoners. We really enjoy that place. It's kind of great atmosphere. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, just a little bit of presentation there last night. Springfield City Council to talk about uh, some of the places in downtown Springfield being good pollinator habitats, uh, which is important. Uh, we don't want to be just all, you know, b b parking lots and uh, tall buildings. We, we definitely need some, some green space. We definitely need some flowers uh, because pollinators uh, do the Lord's work. Uh, Moving on, last night was also where we heard the unanimous approval of Lakeisha Purchase to be the Ward 5 Alderwoman. Uh, she presented herself last night in front of the city council. 
myself. I've been here for over a decade. This is the 11th year now. Um, I have been very active in the community from the time I got here from Carbondale. I came from SIU uh, Carbondale with a major in political science and a minor in speech communication. She talked about how she came to the community and uh, worked in the community with community leaders. So I wanted to educate and um, that's basically what I've done. The last big project that I did was fighting for the TIF extension for Enos Park downtown and for the Madison Park place. She did that as a uh, township trustee on uh, the Capital Township Board. She felt that uh, she's kind of uh, an oddball out there. And um, it was kind of silent like this while I was fighting. So I was like a loner up there. But I'm thinking that up here I won't be a loner. I'll have some teammates and rooting for me. And So ultimately, uh, they started voting. And as you can hear... Before the official tally was even uh, announced, they could see that uh, on the board, uh, it was uh, unanimous support. Here's the mayor announcing the outcome. You can tell the uh, ordinance passed nine voting yes, none voting no. All right. So that is the uh, vote for Lakeisha Purchase to be the Ward 5 Alderwoman. And she does uh, plan on running for a full term for that seat. So I imagine we'll talk with uh, Ms. Purchase quite a bit uh, in the uh, in, in the span of her career uh, on the Springfield City Council. So you'll be hearing that voice a lot. Uh, here on the Council Roundup. Take a break, come back, and delve into a really in-depth conversation about giving Leland Grove some city money uh, and uh, some opposition to it, some questions about it, and uh, even some demands that uh, some of the members of the Springfield City Council are making on Leland Grove. Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. So again, to recap... Uh, we did see that uh, Lakeisha Purchase was unanimously approved by the Springfield City Council to fill the Ward 5 vacancy. Not much debate at all, uh, and uh, nobody raised the issue of uh, the fines that she paid uh, just before uh, the, the weekend, heading into the Labor Day weekend. Uh, but we did talk about that uh, with Lakeisha Purchase in studio yesterday. You can see that conversation at our WMAY Facebook page. Just search out WMAY News. Uh, you can also uh, listen to the podcast and uh, hear her talk about that situation. Uh, but no debate last night. Uh, it was unanimous uh, for Lakeisha Purchase to be the Ward 5 Alderwoman. So congratulations. Moving on, though, she jumped right into city business with some uh, issues that are pretty complex, especially when it comes to intergovernmental governmental agreements and grant dollars to reimburse loans and fixing one part of the city that everybody thinks is Springfield, but it's actually Leland Grove. So you can see how convoluted these things can get. Uh, but uh, here we go. Uh, this uh, issue was brought up at the Committee of the Whole, a loan that the city of Springfield is going to give Leland Grove to fix part of Chatham Road. Um, we get to um, uh, the Leland Grove mayor uh, there last night to address the city council and answer any questions that they uh, they have about this loan that they're going to put together for Leland Grove. Mary Jo Bangert, and I live at 2024 Lindsay Road, Leland Grove, Illinois. All Thank right. you. So the mayor's there to answer those questions, and you've got the ongoing uh, questions being brought up about how much this is going to be. But Alderwoman Conley, she said that she wants to support this full bore. However, they need some assurances from Leland Grove on a couple of things. Here's Alderwoman Conley. Springfield's being the good neighbor here and doing what we absolutely should be doing and, and accommodating our, our neighbors. 
um, for the good of our overall community. So people asked, could Leland Grove reciprocate? Um, the concern mostly from my ward um, is that sign on Greenbrier that says you can't come through here. We'd like that down. <laughs> it's, it doesn't feel neighborly. <laughs> Oh, you know, a million bucks to take the sign down? All right. I mean, hey. <laughs> Not the only request, though. Alderwoman Connolly has other requests. And they asked if it could come down. It doesn't feel neighborly to them. It doesn't feel accommodating to them. And so I said I would ask. So it's asked. What else is there on that list? Um, Public Works, I know, doesn't like them. I know Nate's not here right now, but I think I can speak for him comfortably on that one. Speed bumps. And part of the concern is for our fire department mm -hmm. because it's it's more wear and tear on, on, our, on our fire trucks for them to go over those if they go too quickly or to come to a complete stop basically because those trucks are so big speed bumps so the other request was can you speed bumps take your speed bumps out <laughs> so when those were put in it was okay to do that so that's the reason they were put that in and to slow traffic down on the streets that we have um, especially on laurel yeah. Where we have them. So Leland Groves Mayor says when they put them in, they, they, everybody was fine with them back then. But uh, speed bumps, no, not so much. Uh, a lot of people do not like those speed bumps. And as you heard Alderwoman Conley say, and it's not good on public works vehicles and especially not good on very heavy fire trucks. Uh, and if the city of uh, Springfield is going to be expected to provide fire service through there, you might want to go and get rid of those speed bumps uh, and just uh, be done with it. But we'll see. Uh, more uh, back and forth about... Uh, the, uh, the 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 speed bumps and the don't enter sign, no thoroughfare sign of the neighborhood that's in Leland Grove. Uh, here's the mayor of Leland Grove addressing that aspect. Dorothy Sager started the subdivision back in 1950. <clears throat> and at that time, she built the roads to be a residential area. The roads have not been expanded. They're only 19 feet wide, which does not even allow for two cars sometimes to be going through. We have no sidewalks. So you can see some of the rationale behind having that sign up. It's really just a, a neighborhood road. It's not necessarily meant to be a through road, but still uh, some of the other indication is that uh, they want that sign taken down and uh, they want those speed bumps uh, removed as well. More from the mayor. Thank you for your concern, and what I can do is take it back to City Council. So is that going to be contingent on this loan or not? Uh, who knows? Uh, Alderwoman Connolly moving forward with other questions, concerns, and making sure that this gets done thoroughly. But I am sympathetic to people feeling as if Leland Grove is putting up barriers to allowing access to other to, to through roads. And they aren't barriers as far as to keep people out. It's a barrier because originally, when it was started in 2004, because our roads could not handle it, and we financially didn't have the money to go and replace all the roads. Alderman Hanauer jumping in with uh, some concerns that uh, he has about this, uh, and in particular when it comes to uh, resources for certain parts of the city. When I first got on, I asked the chiefs about mm -hmm. it, and they hate them. And the speed bumps. When I first got on, I asked the chiefs about mm -hmm. it, and they hate them. Okay. It, it, it does cause problems with our fire trucks if they if they're going and they do not and I to the point where I've said a couple times to our corporation council that when we do renegotiate the the fire uh, district um, mm -hmm. amount that uh, we put in there that those speed bumps have to come out it does affect our trucks 
So, yeah, uh, Alderman Hanauer having uh, concerns about the speed bumps also. Uh, we'll hear more from Alderman Hanauer coming up, uh, as well from uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, and uh, Alderman Redpath. But here's Alderman Donilon uh, talking a bit about uh, some of the other issues concerning giving a million-dollar loan to Leland Grove uh, in order to uh, do some work on Chatham Road. The costs are only going to go up. That's just So we need to get it done as soon as possible. But uh, I really would appreciate your consideration and the council's consideration on the items brought forward by Alderman Conley. Speed bump. So uh, get the uh, sign taken down, remove those speed bumps, and we got a deal. I don't know if that was uh, part of the amendment that they ultimately approved on this ordinance, but uh, uh, we shall see. A lot more discussion about it. I mean, they, they talked for a good chunk of time about this. It is a million dollars going to Leland Grove as a loan uh, that would be reimbursed through a state grant, but uh, is it going to be a million? Is it going to be 800000 Is it going to be $1.4? Uh, we'll uh, hear more about this from uh, all different angles. So stay tuned. It's coming up here on the Council Roundup. So much more to get to on this debate back and forth about... Uh, loaning Leland Grove some money. Uh, we heard from Alderwoman Conley about uh, wanting to remove speed bumps and also uh, changing the sign that's on a community in Leland Grove to make it more welcoming instead of saying, don't drive through this neighborhood, get off my porch. Uh, so other issues that were raised. Here's Alderman Williams talking about how it's uh, difficult to support these types of things when uh, his constituents feel like they're being neglected in their ward. Here's Alderman Williams. My constituents tell me about our side of town where 11th Street, South Grand, North Grand, you know, I'm, we have the same thing. Same problems, he continues. I know that everybody in Springfield uses the road. So I'm, I'm going to support it tonight, but, but I got to be honest with you. Uh, I probably won't support anything else dealing with uh, supporting another municipality that only has 1,400 to 1,500 residents and doesn't want to annex into the city because that's a big part of our problem is the donut in the holes in Springfield, Illinois. A lot of them are, are getting to the point where they can't maintain themselves so they're starting to lean on the bigger city instead of doing the smart thing and just come on into the city. So he's looking for uh, annexing these donut holes so this doesn't have to happen where big city Springfield is giving a loan to a small municipality who has a tax base that Alderman McMiniman raises a little bit later on. But first, Alderman Redpath, uh, he raised some concerns last week. Where does he stand now? It's hard for us to be able to go back to our constituents and say, I can't fix the roads at the lake because we're lending money to Leland Grove. And I stick to that. I, it's, it's tough for us to do that. So how do you do that uh, to go and, and say to uh, other constituents in your district, hey, we've got bad roads, I know, but a lot of people are using uh, Chatham Road and it's uh, partly uh, operated by Leland Grove and they're asking for money to fix it. The interest uh, on that on that note, if we if you paid it back at 250 a year, a year is going to be $16,000 on the first year, just interest alone. Just interest alone. Uh, so the, I mean, the goal is Leland Grove's mayor did say that they plan to pay it back pretty quick. But some of the other ins and outs when it comes to the financials, uh, here's Alderman Redpath. You said that you do have grants and, and they're, they're possibly coming your way. 
uh, that will soften the blow a little bit, but understand this is up, and you've heard there's a lot of different ideas going floating around here tonight that's gonna, that could impact this, this ordinance. But uh, um, I will support it as long as we can come up with a com compromise about the, about the funds because this is a tough, tough vote. It's a tough vote. Uh, back to the mayor of Leland Grove on this issue and some of the questions raised about finances and so on. Uh, back in 1950, when Leland Grove was incorporated by the residents, it was over roads because no one would fix their roads. Well. And that's why they incorporated into a city. So I understand what you're saying. But uh, now here you are, 50 years later, coming back to the city of Springfield for a loan uh, because you can't maintain the roads. Uh, kind of uh, interesting, uh, the the cycles of history here. Uh, back to Alderman Redpath. Uh, are we requiring any kind of collateral for some reason that they can't fulfill their obligation on the note? <clears throat> there is no... Uh, there's no mortgage or collateral in respect to like a like a bank might do or something of that nature. All right. But they could just, uh, you know, through the breaking of a contract, go after the, the city of Leland Grove. So it would be in a, a breach of contract type action uh, like any other. And a city, you know, uh, has the ability to raise funds if there's a judgment. They can't. Uh, you know, file bankruptcy, things of that nature. So the entity itself would continue. Therefore, it would be collectible. So that was uh, Corporation Counsel Zirkel answering some questions about uh, contract law. Uh, back to the mayor of Leland Grove. And that was going to put us, because um, now we're going to, we could even lose a grant because with the grants, we said we were borrowing from the city of Springfield 1.4. Since that would change, we've got, we will have to go back, and we could lose our grants. So she's worried about possibly amending this to not give as much money as they initially thought because the grants from the states are contingent upon how much money they get from the city. Uh, here's uh, Mayor Jim Langfelder talking a bit about the uh, the finances. Really, the amount of the original agreement, wasn't it uh, $1 million? The original agreement to the state of Illinois. And we wrote that, for a million dollars mm -hmm. for the state of Illinois. Right. Yes, we wrote for a million dollars. You know, a million dollars is what they wrote in the grants to the state of Illinois, and they hope to get that from the city to then pay the bills and have the state grants refund uh, the village of Leland Grove. Uh, Alderman McMiniman jumping in here as well, uh, back and forth with the mayor of Leland Grove. As soon as we, it's a reimbursement grant, so as soon as we get bills we can from you, I mean from the contractor, we, we get money from you, we pay the bills, then we go to the state and we get reimbursement. And, that, and as soon as we can do it, we're going to do it. So that's kind of the promise here. Uh, but McMiniman jumping in. Many constituents do not want the city of Springfield to be a bank, nor do we want to enable a, excuse me, but a relic of history to remain in being when it really can't perform the necessary and essential services that everyone deserves. So he, uh, he continues on with some of his line of questioning. Few people realize that actually the... Citizens of Leland Grove pay 7% combined tax rate higher than the citizens of Springfield. Uh, so that if uh, I think the citizens of Leland Grove got to think about the advantages of annexing uh, to the city of Springfield eventually. But what we got on the table right now is this Chatham Road improvement. 
and something that's uh, an important improvement everybody recognizes because everybody that lives in Springfield uses Chatham Road. Uh, so uh, Alderwoman Conley jumping in, uh, concerned about the questions of uh, how much money the city's ultimately going to give the uh, village of Leland Grove. The low bid for this project came in at $1.4 million, so $800,000 doesn't doesn't meet the full cost of fixing Chatham Road. Okay. Um, I understand a reimbursement process for grants. You can only get reimbursed for what you spend, and then we might not have. I, again, I, I had questions for you, and I appreciate your patience in listening to us all and, and you know having this conversation. I, I want to be very clear that I, I am in favor of, of getting Chatham Road fixed and getting the job finished and not doing two-thirds of the job. So uh, while other aldermen out there are hearing from their constituents opposing the idea of Springfield being a bank for other municipalities, Alderman Hanauer says he's not hearing any opposition from his constituents. I've had a lot of comments about getting it done, complete. Um, I mean, quite frankly, if, if we're not going to give them the money they need, then we might as well start the project at Old Jacksonville Road and go north because we're just going to have a big mine pit right in the middle if if Leland Grove doesn't get the funds to fix this he continues it will not do us any good to do our part of the road and have a big chunk so we might as well save our cost we can put money over in the on the lake roads absolutely and not do the <laughs> not and just go from Ch um, old jacksonville north <laughs> yeah. You're Alderman Redpath, absolutely. Uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, chiming in here again and having a bit of back and forth with the mayor of Leland Grove. Leland Grove is saying they're going to get $1 million from the state of Illinois if we have an intergovernmental agreement, and then we're going to give them another 800000 That's $1.8 million to do a $1.4 million job. So I no. don't understand the okay. math no, here. that's not. It'd be a spend-up to amount. We could spend up to 1.4. So that's what the up to amount is. Uh, but more back and forth with the uh, mayor of Leland Grove and uh, Alderman McMiniman. Well, what's, what's incorrect the about that? The 800 we are borrowing from you. And as we, as we pay our bills with this money, we will reimburse you with this money. We don't get this money up front. We have to, it's a reimbursement. So we we're using your money to pay our bills. We're taking this money to give it right back to you. Mayor, the, the, I don't trust what you're saying. I don't think you've got a good understanding of the way the contractors work. Um, I think that... Um, Having been a business owner, I think I do. Well, I've been at that, too. So, um, and I, I've studied the minutes... Mayor, your, you don't trust them? Come on. You, it's the truth. I'm just going to flat out tell it. Have some class. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Bit of uh, uh, contention there on uh, on the Springfield City Council. Uh, Mayor Jim Langfelder chiming in. So the eight hundred thousand plus the two hundred thousand. I think you were up here last week saying you had two hundred thousand that could be expended. Two hundred thousand plus eight hundred thousand equals one million dollars. So you can go forward with the project if you get the grant fund that supplants the remaining amount, and then you pay the remaining loan to the city of Springfield. Pretty That's how simple. It works. All right, so they went back and forth for a lot longer, uh, and I'm just looking at the time here, and it's just it's it's wild. Uh, so ultimately, they did vote for this, and uh, the vote came through. Uh, let's go ahead and hear that vote. I'm pretty sure this is it. 
And the ordinance as amended passes nine voting yes, none voting no. There you go. So the vote approves. And uh, they went on to another pretty contentious issue, and that is the sports complex and all of the various ordinances necessary for uh, moving that along, including uh, allowing for an increase in the hotel motel, but uh, a motel tax. But Alderman Williams, uh, he had some questions uh, that, uh, that he had about uh, the, the, the assurances that the developer are giving to the city of Springfield. Uh, when it comes to setting this sports complex up there at Legacy Point. And those two things are important to me because that's what makes it citywide. All of us have students in School District 186, and as an ex-board member, I think you would really be backing that up to try to take care of the schools. But what we continually do in Springfield similar to what we just did, is take care of other municipalities and other cities. If Chatham is going to benefit because we won't sit up here and make them build on our side of where our school district is. Then he's not really going to be happy with it. He continues. I can't even get them the, the, over, the games that overflow games or play-in games. Use the existing uh, uh, facilities in Springfield. Nope. Can't guarantee it. Can't. This guy did not get pinned down to do anything for Springfield, as far as I'm concerned, Mayor. And the mayor uh, disagreed with some of that, saying that, indeed, uh, they did pin them down uh, to ensure that uh, they have some of these agreements in place. Uh, here is the uh, the mayor uh, talking about uh, what uh, his understanding is of what they're going to do with the building and where exactly it's going to land and where the taxes are going to go to. Uh, Steve Luker had said previously that uh, the office, as well as the Complex, the indoor sports complex will be on school district 186 side. Or yeah, he, has said, he has said that several times. The developer has made uh, to that point that the that the main buildings will be on the district 186. So it will be on district 186 side, giving a boost to the school's property taxes. So they ended up uh, voting for that as an omnibus. The passes six voting yes, three voting no. So six to three, moving forward with that. And Alderman Hanauer also said that, uh, listen, this is the, just the first step in all of this. They're going to come back. That whole part, how they how they design everything, still has to come back to us, right? Right. We can put and in so an agreement that the that, at that point, be over there. Right. Um, Alderman Williams, we, I think that's when we use our leverage to say, look, this is where it's got to be. You know, we're the. That's uh, the council roundup from last night's two-hour meeting and some in-depth conversations about all kinds of stuff. All right, uh, I've. If you ever need the Council Roundup, you can find it at WMAY.com. Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. The downtown location now open for lunch.